I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be talking about how committed is your partner mm -hmm. and how committed is your relationship? Yep, some serious stuff. Mm-hmm. We did a video on this not too long ago, but it's always helpful to look at signs of somebody being committed to a relationship mm -hmm. because obviously if you're investing in somebody else, you're gonna get hurt if they walk away. Exactly. And so if you can look for certain things or have an idea of what to look for to see how committed that person is, mm -hmm. then you could know maybe how close to allow yourself to get mm -hmm. or protect yourself or even walk away. Right, and you can also assess how committed you are in your relationship through this video. So we're gonna be focusing on Jesse Owens' research from University of Louisville. And he expanded on research done by Stanley and Markman, if you're interested on where this information comes from. Okay. So he developed a revised version of a commitment inventory, which is basically like a survey that indicates how committed your relationship is. Mm -hmm. And so there's seven categories on this questionnaire, let's say, mm -hmm. and there's 25 items. So each item is a statement mm -hmm. and you say how much you agree or disagree with that statement. Then later the questionnaire is scored and then from there you determine your commitment level. Got it. So I won't go into every single category and every single question since there are 25 of them. However, I will list some of the questions on the different categories for you guys to get an idea of what we're looking at. Okay. So the first one is dedication. And so this is the priority of the relationship, mm -hmm. the amount that you sacrifice for the relationship. Mm -hmm. This is also couple identity. So who are you as a couple? Mm -hmm. uh, John Gottman refers to this as weeness, yeah. which I love that mm -hmm. term because it's hilarious. Um, so it's how you see yourself. <laughs> How's our <together>. weeness? <laughs> How's your weeness doing? <laughs> Um, and then it's also about the long-term view of the relationship. So if you have future plans together, similar goals that you share, mm -hmm. this could include you know, buying a home, having children, maybe starting a foundation. It can be many different things. Yeah, so all those things are an indicator of somebody's you know, prioritizing of the relationship and investment. Exactly, and so two of the items that I'll share with you guys, the first one is, I want this relationship to stay strong no matter what rough times we encounter. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is, I think a lot about what it would be like to be married to or dating someone other than my partner. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could see that if somebody's you know, thinking about investing, what it would be like to be with somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they're going back and forth. Obviously, that's an indicator of how dedicated they really are. Right. Yeah. And some of these items will be the negative. So if you strongly agree to the second one about thinking about dating other people, mm -hmm. then that means you score lower on the commitment, if that makes sense. Okay. But it's a question you should ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, and also thinking how much you prioritize that over other relationships. Of course, there will be times where other things will need to take priority, but as far as long-term goals, is the relationship something that is present? Yeah, I really like that first one. Mm -hmm. I want this relationship to stay strong despite any rough times or no matter what rough times we're going through. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good one. So the second category is structural investments. So this is about tangible assets and AKA money. Okay. Yes. Structural investments. Yes. <laughs> are your brains hurting yet? Yeah, this is really complicated. People yeah. are just numbing out. Ah. So with this, it's about how much money you've put in. And this may seem superficial. Um, some of you may think, okay, it doesn't matter how much money somebody spends on me. It matters more about the love. And yes, you are correct. However, the two are more interconnected than you may think. Um, it's not just about the money sometimes, it's about the work and the effort that you put into making that amount of money and putting it into your relationship in events that you can enjoy together, gifts that are meaningful and significant sure. or symbolize um, your relationship. Well, it can be representative exactly. of how hard you worked, right? Mm -hmm. you, unless you're just woke up filthy rich in your childhood, right? you had to work to get the money. Exactly. So if you're uh, spending your money on that person and on the commitment, on the relationship, mm -hmm. on doing things with them or vacations or a ring, you're going to get... Mm -hmm. married you're gonna get engaged it's representative of kind of like how hard you're working for it exactly you know not directly but kind of indirectly yeah right yeah so the item on that one is I have put very little money into the relationship so the inverse would be that you've put a lot of money into the relationship just something to consider yeah so the next category is social pressure so this includes friends and family. Okay. This is a topic that we talk about quite a lot on the channel. Yeah. Family influence on a relationship. So Yeah, I mean it's so big and you don't think about that when you're going through a breakup. Exactly. Exactly. I mean the last thing you're thinking of is I wonder if the grandmother sabotaged the mother and then the mother was <laughs> causing but actually I saw a situation recently where the grandmother died and I thought the whole system was in an uproar wow. and it caused the big part of a big reason why they broke up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, th there's a lot going on with family and mm -hmm. friends. Yeah. And family and friends do have a lot of influence on your commitment level in the relationship. Mm -hmm. This might be something that people might not want to admit as much mm -hmm. or maybe might be in a little bit of denial about. Um, saying that their friends might influence whether or not, but I think it does have an impact because they are a part of our social network. Yeah. They're a part of our lives, so it's really important. And the item on this one, it says, it would be difficult for my friends to accept if I ended the relationship with my partner. So this is important to consider. Yeah. Yeah, if your friends are like, what? Why would you leave him? Mm -hmm. That's going to have an impact on you because you're going to maybe rethink like, why am I leaving him? Mm -hmm. As opposed to get rid of that guy. <laughs> right now. And then you're going to be like, why should I get rid of this guy? Maybe yeah. they're onto something. Yeah. So there mm -hmm. is going to be that uh, pressure. Right. Sure. And we've also talked about this before, but in relationships, oftentimes you share support networks. So your family becomes their family and vice versa. Your friends become their friends and mm -hmm. vice versa. Mm -hmm. So the attachment can extend far beyond just you. And that whole system has an impact. And the other item on this one is my family really wants this relationship to work. 
or the inverse, which is my family really does not want this relationship to work, yeah. which is probably what we see more often. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and the example that I just gave a minute ago, the mm -hmm. mother flat out told this girl, I would rather my uh, son dated somebody from our culture. Wow. Flat out told him, wow. even this, though this girl seemed like she was a great girlfriend. And in fact, I said to her, that mother should have been thanking you for tolerating her son. Yeah. And I'm putting, putting it nicely, right? Because yeah. I could tell she was very invested. Mm -hmm. She was very thoughtful. She was very sincere. She had a lot of great qualities. Right. Whereas I didn't see as many great qualities in the son mm. that is being treated like he's some great, amazing partner, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But it caused a big problem in the relationship. And something to think about, too, is the opposites could be true. So if the family does really want something to work, mm -hmm. like let's say your family introduced you to some nice potential partner, mm -hmm. and you do not like your family's choices <laughs> for you, yeah. you might be like, heck no, I do not want to stay with that person because my family wants me to. Out of spite. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the next category is the termination procedures. Okay. So this is all about how difficult it is to separate from that partner and in practical terms, how difficult it would be to end the relationship. And and people do think about that, mm -hmm. you know, especially if they're ending a relationship, they're considering those things, Yeah. you know, especially if the person maybe doesn't work and they're, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Dependent. Dependent, yes. Mm -hmm. Dependent, exactly. <laughs> on, on the income or they have no place to go mm -hmm. or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah they're going to think about those factors. Yep. And so the item on this one is the process of ending this relationship would require many difficult steps. Mm. So there are many examples that we can see that it would be very difficult to break up. Kids, having kids together is a huge one. Yep. Also, leases, if you're in some type of contract with mm -hmm. your partner, it's going to be a lot harder to break up. Um, also, having a shared business or shared finances, like you mentioned earlier mm -hmm. with the dependents. And also cultural and religious values, which is something you also mentioned earlier, yeah. where you know maybe it's frowned upon in your religion to separate or divorce, um, even you know culturally, uh, yeah. even in the U.S., that can be something that's frowned upon. So those things kind of influence your commitment level and whether you decide to stay or go. And they do. Mm -hmm. uh, every situation is different. So in certain situations, it's more significant. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's less. But, you know, these are all the factors or some of the factors you can look at or consider. Exactly. And so the next category is your partner's welfare. Mm -hmm. So this is you thinking how well off is my partner going to be if I leave the relationship or how okay will they be? And so the item on this one is, I could not bear the pain it would cause my partner to leave him or her or them, even if I really wanted to. Yeah, that's something that surprisingly many of your exes probably thought about. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, it may have just been to a place within themselves that they're like, I can't take it anymore, even though I feel bad, even though I know I'm going to hurt this person. Yeah. And they're very dependent on me or they're going to be devastated. I feel like I have to do this. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to look at how are you going to be after the breakup. Mm -hmm. And you don't want them to stay out of guilt. Right. Okay. There's not going to be an attraction mm -hmm. if, that, if they feel guilty, if they're only with you out of this guilt. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to feel that way. Uh, you know, it's 
nice that they're thoughtful and considerate that you are hurt or upset and struggling through it, but you really want to display that you're going to be okay and that you want them to be with you because they want to be with you, not because they feel some kind of obligation. Mm -hmm. And, And on the other side of that, you'll also see this a lot with partners who are depressed. Maybe it's kind of scary to leave a partner who is severely depressed, thinking that they might harm themselves or isolate themselves or be in a much worse off position Yeah. if you were to leave. So this can be very, very difficult to leave in this situation. And ultimately, you have to make decisions that are going to be best for you um, and also make sure that your partner is supported during those times. So Yeah, not easy. No. It's not easy, especially if you... Uh, do see a partner with mental health issues like depression mm-hmm. and you don't want them to hurt you don't want to make yeah. it any worse but at the same time like you can't stay with somebody forever just because you feel bad about their mental health exactly and we also have a ton of other videos on being with a depressed partner so please check those out if that is your situation so the next category is a really important one like they all are mm-hmm. <laughs> this is alternative financial status so this is kind of what you were talking about earlier with the dependency on your partner. So this is about the degree to which a person's financial status would change if the relationship were to end. Mm -hmm. And the item, it says, I would not have trouble supporting myself should this relationship end. Mm -hmm. Or the inverse, which you would have trouble if the relationship ended. Yeah. Obviously, if you feel like you can take care of yourself if the relationship ends, um, it's, it's... better it's healthier Mm -hmm. because then you're with somebody because you truly want it not because you know you feel like oh my gosh i won't be able to support myself right Right. i I have to stay in this situation even though i'm miserable Mm -hmm. you know yeah and it can also change throughout time so maybe in the beginning um you are working and you do have you know dual income but then later on you have kids yeah you, you know life changes and things happen so you might see this with like stay-at-home moms or dads um, or those who depend on their partner financially another area you can see this in is if a partner moves to a foreign country for the relationship there's a lot of dependency there both financially with visas with all the documents that go into moving to a different country yep and and there's so many other factors if you move to another country and (laughs) you know yeah. You've lived it, yeah. right? It's You don't know anybody. You right. feel isolated. You're not mm-hmm. around your friends and family. You've invested this huge investment to go mm-hmm. on the other side of the country or the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it would make a, a lot more challenging for the person who went mm-hmm. than the person who's there. Exactly. And that life hasn't really changed too much for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the next category is alternative availability alternative availability yes okay hopefully your brains are still with it (laughs) but this is the potential for dating other suitable partners if the current relationship ended the item on this one says i would have trouble finding a suitable partner if this relationship ended Mm. what do you think about that well it's definitely something somebody's thinking about and a lot of times they do think they've found somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. They think they've met somebody else right. and it's going to be so great and amazing exactly. until they get to know that person and that falls apart relatively mm-hmm. quickly. But, you know, we always teach you guys to be your partner's best option mm-hmm. in any way that you can. Uh, through all the ways that we teach you to communicate, to be emotionally available, to be confident, 
mm-hmm. you know, to, to make your partner feel loved, to figure yeah. out what it is that makes them feel loved. And so when they're looking at the alternatives, the alternatives aren't going to stack up too well against you. Mm-hmm. Because believe me, it's human nature to look at the other people's or to other people's options, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. I really believe that people do that in any given relationship. Even if you truly love the person, you're going to at least consider sometimes, well, so-and-so had a really big crush on me or mm-hmm. so-and-so really would like to be with me and consider those options. But the better you are as a partner and the most, more emotionally attuned to them you are and the the nicer and stronger the connection is with that person, the less likely anybody's going to ever compare to you. Exactly. And I think that's a really great point that you bring up, that it really is about that emotional connection and that attachment. And that's one thing, if I had to criticize this inventory, which I'm not a critic, (laughs) but uh, that's one thing that I wish they would have highlighted more, is the love and affection and security and emotional support that you get in a relationship and that entices you to stay and that's the reason why you stay yeah um so commitment can't be minimized or limited to any of these one categories it's really complex there's normally many reasons why people stay or many reasons that people go and so these are all things to consider Mm -hmm. ask yourself like we mentioned and also think about your partners in the past Um, On what category do you think that they struggled with the most or which areas do you find yourself struggling with the most? Absolutely, because we all struggle in relationships. We all have our issues, but the healthier you get and the more well-rounded you are, the more likely the relationship and the connection is going to stay strong, Mm -hmm. especially during those difficult times where you lose a a parent or Mm -hmm. you lose a job or you have an accident, or something happens, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot that's been kind of put in that bank. Right. And the more that's been deposited, the more the relationship can take as a hit. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're always telling you guys, do the work. Be the best partner you can be. Be their best option. Be You always want to be your partner's best option. And that when you are, they're going to be a lot less likely to consider anybody else, leaving right. you for anybody else, or all these other factors that we've looked at in this video. Mm-hmm. And there were many of them. There's like 172 <laughs> yeah. Coach Victoria went over. I know. <laughs> so hopefully you found this helpful. Let us know what you thought of the study or if you thought uh, you have your, your opinions about what they, the research said. Right. And... If you want our help personally, of course, you can go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. And of course, Coach Victoria will be doing uh, Skype coaching in the future. Yes, I will be here. But until then, that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to askcraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.